podcasts. Hi, guys. This is us again, Culture Class people. We're classmates. How y'all doing? Hello, guys. Welcome to Culture Class Podcast. My name is Nosa, and Hi. I'm here with the lovely 56-year-old Tongwa, looking radiant as usual. At yes, 56. ladies and gentlemen, I am so sorry for my old voice. Like, I'm kidding. I'm not 56, guys. To, uh, I am 53? not 56. <laughs> you know what? I'm over it. Okay, so um, we're coming to you guys today. Um, with another episode of Culture Class, my name is Tongwa. I'm Cameroonian, and we're just talking all things culture. And today, what are we talking about, Nosa? Um, we're talking about. Should we make this specific? Because <laughs> I, I kind of want to rant. So. <laughs> yeah, I know the the thing. The theme is about people, the pressure people in the diaspora go through, the pressure of like sending money back home. Or buying sneakers. Okay, can I just home. stop you? That's the theme. And before before you go ahead, let me just read something. I I pulled up some data from the World Bank. Mm-hmm. So now it says remittances as at twenty ten sent to African countries reached forty billion dollars in twenty ten, which is equivalent to two point six percent of Africa's gross domestic product. So what the World Bank is saying of Africa, the 52 countries in Africa, mm-hmm. the whole GDP, 2.6% of it, $40 billion is remittances. So people sending money crazy. back home. That's a now, lot. Start the podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. 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 So okay. let me first of all start this with a disclaimer. Okay. We're both currently living <laughs> get uh, out of here apologize your uncle <laughs> me not everybody knows i'm here so not everyone, everybody knows i'm in the u.s i'm i'm stretching it out as long as i can he was like apologize to your uncle first okay no wait like, okay so okay. we're both currently living in the u.s okay and mm-hmm. this is a subject that i'm sure we've had to deal with at some point in our brief time I'm hiding I'm still posting my Facebook status still says Lagos Nigeria I'm still posting man Lagos is lit tonight (laughs) no one knows man okay 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 but like seriously so this is not to say that we don't love our people and we don't want to help our people and our, our family and our friends back home. This is absolutely no, not no, no. that. Before you go, go into that, what's the situation? What is the typical situation for someone who grew up in Africa, leaves Africa to go outside Africa? It paints that picture for someone yeah. who might not understand. Yeah. So the typical, and it's not even about Africa too. It's everywhere. Like I'm sure, you know, Hispanic people yeah, Mexico, go, through yeah, the, or, go through this, like people from, uh, um, you know, um, other developing countries do this, right? Yeah, um, shout out Western Union. <laughs> Money gram. Um, <laughs> so uh, the the situation is this, right? You come to the United States and the, the general perception before you come is like, and we were talking about this earlier, um, about falling bush. That's how we call it in Cameroon when people go overseas no, before you, to th- see look, greener don't, pastures. Don't, you're, not, you're not saying this correctly. Before you come, you finally want to go to the US. First and <laughs> foremost, you don't tell everyone. <laughs> you dare not tell You're everyone because <laughs> automatically you, you just wake up and see your visa disappear yeah. from, from your passport but the few people you tell yeah before you even step on the plane they try mm-hmm. to get a piece of you before you even leave 
So yeah. you're, you're, you're partying with clothes, you're partying with books, you're yes, partying with money. Yes, yes. Before you even go back, oh, you're going, I don't know part. when I'm going to oh see you God. again, so you need to do something Give me, yeah, yeah, before yeah. you leave. Let's start from there. Yeah, so, okay. so when someone's about to travel, it's a whole thing, you know. Why people are really happy for you, now think about it this way. You are leaving these things behind, and you probably will not come back to come use the same things that you left. Mm-hmm. Like, my stuff from when I was 17, when we came here... I don't think I'm going to go back to Cameroon and use it. So, yes, it makes sense that people ask for these things. But the the idea is when once people establish in their minds that you're falling bush or you're going to yeah, somewhere. Out, yeah, falling yeah, bush. Or you're going somewhere that mm-hmm. is uh, a developed country uh-huh. that supposedly has more opportunity or better opportunity than your current um, 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 residence, your current country. Mm-hmm. The mentality is you're definitely just going into, you're walking into riches. So you are yeah. expected automatically to share those riches. <laughs> which is not a bad thing. Which is not a bad thing mm-hmm. with your family and friends back home. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, now, when you fall bush, when you get to this Western country, whatever that country like that is. Look, I'm saying it here on this podcast. If anyone does it before me, I'm going to be pissed. You can't even I'm do bush it. Bush faller. All of Cameroon has already trademarked it. No, Wait, I hold mean, up. officially trademarked. I mean, no, what do you mean officially? Don't be stealing I'm people's tra- ideas tra- and trademarking it. And that, patent that if thing. you trademark it, well, I am okay. about, I'm going to be like, what? this is a lie. I told him about this. So, this was not his idea. If I get to the office of patent and trademark first, it's <laughs> like who created love? We all use the word love. Who created love? Uh, who owns someone, the word someone love? Someone in Anglo-Saxon. Uh, anyone, can anyway. anyone can use love. Anyone can use Well, uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we're not gonna go into that. So right I now. can have enough money to send back home. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so okay, so this is the thing, all right? So people get here, and then um, you're you're expected to kind of. It is perceived that you live a certain lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. Talk about that, because when when you call back home. People always ask you, like, so how are things, you know? Yeah. What's the shaking? Yeah. What's the moves? Yeah, I mean, um, everyone um, in Africa, uh, especially with the rise of uh, MTV. Oh, my God, I said MTV. With YouTube. <laughs> I was about to be <laughs> like, what MTV? Yeah, with, with the rise of, you know, Hollywood, uh, MTV and all that stuff. Everyone has a perception of... Um, Lavish. Of, of wh- when I say the West, I I mean outside Africa. Let me just use that word generically. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't mean any harm. So when I say the West, everyone has a perception of the West, and they feel, you know, want to come, especially to the U.S. In fact, if you if you say, oh, where where, you, where are you going? I'm going to uh, Russia. You know, I'm going to uh, to 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 you know to hustle in uh, Yugoslavia, in you know Iceland or something. Like, oh, okay, you know, don't forget us. But where are you going to the U.S.? To the U.S. Oh no! You just like you've arrived. So, yeah, you've arrived. So they have this expectation, right? Yeah. For for you to kind of like help out back home, because obviously mm-hmm. the dollar has more economic value than mm-hmm. the franc or the naira mm-hmm. or the cefa or whatever currency there is in Africa. Now I don't have a problem with helping people back mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. I've, Let's been, just I've be been clear here about for more that. than a year. I, I don't think I have I. Okay, yeah, I have, of course, I have. Okay, I was about to be like, "Are you yeah. an alien?" I haven't, like, I haven't sent enough? anyone money from here, but I still have money in my Nigerian bank account. Mm-hmm. I have sent money from my Nigerian bank account. Mm-hmm. I went even caused friction one time because someone saw I was sending him naira. I was like, "Dude, send me dollars. What's all this?" <laughs> Are you serious? Naira. Oh my and god, I'm like, dude! You, you told me you needed some money. Like, what's, what? What? What does it matter? Difference? What currency? Yeah. <laughs> I sent. Well, that's by oh, the way. Okay, so but some people demand it, right? Some people like try to. 
demand it and say hey you know you cannot um no, you are, you are there. You must be enjoying life. You cannot leave us here to suffer. Yeah. I demand as your family member, you you, you send me this much or mm-hmm. this amount. So, well, I've been lucky in that regard because even before I left Nigeria, I was working in a bank in Nigeria, so I had a good salary for Nigerian standards. Mm-hmm. And even before I left, a lot of people went to my brother, they went to my mom, they went to my dad before they came to me. Mm-hmm. When they are you the youngest? Us, no, I'm not the youngest, uh, but I'm the youngest working. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. I think it's just maybe my face is scary or something. But they knew that. Look, before they ask no Simon, it has to be like the last. It has to be because, yeah, yeah I'm not afraid to say no. Yeah. I'm, I'm not afraid to say what you want money for. And I'm, I'm not afraid to say what happened to the last time I gave you money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, people tend to shy away from things like that. I tend mm-hmm. to be really direct with things like that. So yeah, see, I have it, the opposite tend not problem. to come to me before. I don't know how to say no. Oh, man, you need to learn. <laughs> I don't know how to say no. So, so okay. Learn, so, man. yes, as Nosa has very rightly kind of painted the picture is there's an expectation that you're supposed to be a money tree. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to say this. I shout out family members back home who don't abuse that right i have uncle and cousins i have aunties people who don't even it's not even just about me i'm even asking this question i don't go through it that much i'm talking more for like more adult elderly like my mom you know, she has to think about all the stuff because when you send, oh, it's just like, wait. You don't go through it that much because maybe some of your friends aren't married with kids yet. Maybe oh, ten years from now, when they have families, it's always like, oh, you know, the the landlord is about to no, evict, I have, evict me. Oh, I've had the landlord and, oh, thing already happen to know, me. Yeah. The, that one I've already kind of gone through. Oh, okay. I've had, well, you welcome. know, I need to pay for exams. I've had like, yeah. which I is cool. Buy textbooks, like I, I mean, it becomes kind of you kind of know. Yeah. You know, when you go for like three months and you don't or four months and you don't hear from someone and then suddenly they're texting you mm-hmm. from <laughs> from your country, you already know what's about to happen. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I don't have a problem with it. I just want that whole mentality of like this is like money is easy to get because mm. it's Preach. not. How? What do you mean exactly? Because some people, let me just paint a picture. Some people are listening to this podcast now somewhere from Africa and are like, what is this girl saying? What are you saying? Yes. So please, can you be as descriptive as possible? What do you mean money is not easy to get? What do you mean? Money is not easy to get, especially when circumstances aren't like up to par. Now, I will say this before I even get into my explanation of that. Let me say this. I do recognize that when you are here, you are able to make that money as in there are opportunities you could work at a mcdonald's you can find something to do Mm -hmm. and back home a lot of times people don't have access to those opportunities like i have a lot of i know a lot of people who graduate college and then they don't have a job Mm -hmm. okay they don't have like a steady stream of income some of them you know tend to go maybe open a small store and work independently but they Mm -hmm. don't make that much money but here there are many opportunities and i recognize that which i think is part of the reason why there are more opportunities yes yeah so i recognize that okay and it has kind of made people um kind of shaped a little bit of the perception that people have back home that because people are able to make money mm. they should be able to give other like they should have the mm. abundance of money oh, to just one minute shout out Western Union go on oh god you know what I can't I can't with you go but on. like so now that being said it's not easy 
to make money. Mm. The traditional, um, and you can you can talk to me about this because you have worked in your country before coming here. Mm-hmm. You've had a study. I, I left when I was seventeen. I, I hadn't even graduated, you know, high school yet. Okay. Um, but I understand most people in Cameroon work a nine to five, right? Mm-hmm. Or in Nigeria, work a regular length job. Maybe if you work overnight, you're you're a watch night or something. You're working a scheduled job that pays you a salary at the end of the month. That is, you know, it's X number, right? Okay. It's the same way here. Some people, some people, a lot of people. You have to remember the unemployment rate is. It's high, also right? higher back home too. Okay. So now, here though, especially when you just come. Mm-hmm. You're not only working the regular average amount of work that you need to do, which would be if we're going with the nine to five standards, mm-hmm. you're not working your regular eight hour day. You mm-hmm. have to supplement that because what people don't realize. So most people have two jobs. Most people have two jobs or mm-hmm. more. Or two more. is like, you know, yeah, yeah, just making things worse for yourself. Right. Okay. Go no, on. no, no, no. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to say. Okay. And I'm going to explain it right now is. People have two jobs, not because they like working so much. Because? Because they have expenses that they have Bingo. to take care of. Bingo. You understand? Can, can I come in here, please? Go ahead. Please. Oh, she just said, I was waiting for her for one. I just wanted her to say it. Now, oh my goodness, there's something called purchasing power parity. Mm-hmm. For those of you who are not economists, please, hey, please Google. Please explain. I what don't know what you're talking about. Purchasing power parity means. Um. Uh, or let me use something. Oh, let me use some. There's something called the Big Mac Index, right? We know the Big Mac, uh, McDonald's hamburger. Mm-hmm. So there's something called the Big Mac. The Big Mac Index is was a term used by a magazine. I think the Economist magazine to explain purchasing power parity, to explain how the same goods mm-hmm. cost differently in different countries so using a big mac for instance mm-hmm. buying a big mac here at mcdonald's i think is what four four bucks three ninety nine, yeah or something like that now if i go to nigeria or ghana or cameroon uh nigeria doesn't have mcdonald's we have kfc we don't have mcdonald's well, a country that has mcdonald's let's say south africa india looks like, yeah the cost of a big mac is not going to be the same because the economic the, value the, of the money is not the same the, no economic value is not the same one and the purchasing power of the middle class or the class of people in that country is not the same. So if you price it at three ninety nine, you're going to price yourself out of the market. Mm-hmm. The cost of a Big Mac in Ghana or South Africa or wherever is going to be in that local currency. But when you convert it to U.S. currency, it's going to be like one ninety nine. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot cheaper. Which, I mean, everybody kind of understands how money exactly. works in that in that. So why, sense. why am I trying to say this? I'm trying to say this that yes, there are opportunities in the U.S. But you have no idea, if you're in Africa, you have no mm-hmm. idea the expenses associated with living in the U.S. Yes. My rent as a student mm-hmm. here in the U.S., in my shack. Yes. It's not even a nice place. In my shack. You know, I don't want to say what my rent is, <laughs> but I will say this. Before I left Nigeria, my rent was 450,000 naira mm-hmm. in Nigeria. 450,000 naira a year. Now we were three. Oh, that's yeah, for that, one whole year. For one whole year, we're three. We're three. It was a three bedroom. We're three working class guys. We just took one room each. Where two of us were working in the bank. One of us. Well, I could have afforded to rent it myself, but I just I was saving to come to the US. Mm-hmm. I had some stuff I wanted to do, so mm-hmm. I, it didn't make sense to spend all that money. So four hundred fifty thousand naira right now. I think the naira is 
about 320 or 330 really? naira for a dollar. Yes, yeah, that high. So No, ours is like 500. Yeah, I mean, it got to 500 about 2017, mid-2017. No, our, our average is down. like four something, 500. It's come down. But let me just divide 450,000 naira. And I lived in Lagos. I lived on the mainland. For those of you who know where the mainland is, Ikeja, Manguru, Ikeja on your way to Yalapada, somewhere there. So it's like kind of like middle class. Mm-hmm. It's not like up there. It's not like down there. Like in the middle. Yeah. So 415,000 divided by 330, let's say 330, mm-hmm. amounts to 1,300 mm-hmm. a year. That's how much you're paying in rent for uh, one year. Year. Yeah. Now tell me what's the average rent in Washington. Please DC. don't forget me. <laughs> <laughs> I am currently trying to find an apartment. Okay. Tell I'm, me the average. Well, no, okay. We're no, let, let's this put right it this now. way. This let's like, put it this way. Now I'm using AT and T, right? AT and T. The way things work here for phone bills in the US it's not like uh, in Africa where mm-hmm. when you, you buy credit a call, you buy credit and you scratch the thing and you load it and you use according to how you load mm-hmm. now here they have things called contract where you have to pay every month mm-hmm. if you don't pay for a month then you can't make or receive calls in Africa you can still receive calls but you can't make any you can't make any so you can just coast and expect people to call you and say no send coast. me money <laughs> here yeah. you have to pay to make and receive calls and AT&T a very cheap option is forty dollars yeah as like standard with your with like three gigabyte um, um internet standard (laughs) like if you want to get the full premium stuff you have to pay much higher but i can't tell my phone right now because y'all gonna start judging me let's just say 40 bucks now 40 dollars multiplied by 330 13,200 naira there's no one i know in nigeria that spends 13,000 I mean, except that they're like rich. And you know, we're not talking about, we're also not talking about transportation where the average bus fare is about $2. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're going to and fro at the very least on a mm-hmm. day. You're not talking about when you want to go see your friends or I'm go to grocery you, stores. So you really don't understand. Yes, the money. You're quotes, getting the money. It's you, coming you in. It's coming in. But the expenses it's also going here out. are crazy. For anyone that comes to the US for the first time, because before you get to used to the whole denomination of the dollar, mm-hmm. you grew up using the what? What's the currency in Cameroon? CFA. The, the CFA. Is this different from uh, the franc? Is, the francs. Uh, I, I went I to Abidjan. Know. I went to Abidjan in June, and it was XFA <coughs> as CFA. XFA. It's Cameroon XFA I think or we CFA. Do. Well, when I transfer money, it usually says XFA. X CFA XCFA Yeah so it's Central African franc that's the translation Central franc. Um Okay it, the CFI is like the French version of that okay. but it's yeah So what I'm trying to say is that whenever typically this will happen whenever someone comes here for the first time and I know it happened to me it happens to everyone that comes you are coming here with the mind of CFA you are coming here with the mind of Naira you are coming here with the mind yeah. of Ghana CDs you are coming here with the mind of South African Rand mm-hmm. you are coming here with that mind so anything, if you go to a store and you see two ninety nine, yeah, you're subconsciously you're like, why would I pay this much? You're subconsciously for? calculating it in your local currency back home because you've just been in the states. So mm-hmm. I, I remember when I called my brother, things are so expensive here. Blah 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 blah. How will I buy milk for this? How will I buy eggs for this? And he was like, dude, if you calculate that, you're never gonna eat anything. You're never, you're never gonna, gonna, gonna do anything. Milk. Just you know, because the cost of living is here. Because here in the states, I don't, and I, I want to believe it's the same for maybe most other countries, mm-hmm. European countries, and the likes. Here in the states, a lot of things work, right? Mm-hmm. People actually to hire a plumber or a carpenter, yeah, or a mason or someone here mm-hmm. costs money. 
most of these things are like regulated mm-hmm. and they have to have licenses they have to have capitalism yeah. to <clears throat> the highest what the u.s does is the same company let's say i produce watches mm-hmm. typically the same company produces watches it can produce seven different types of watch watches mm-hmm. now you can get the cheapest watch of all time that can you know you can buy for probably the same amount you can get a watch in Cameroon or mm-hmm. Nigeria but typically that watch will be so shitty that it tells time only three times a day <laughs> the average watch the one in the middle mm-hmm. will be fairly priced and it mm-hmm. will be that fair price will be more than the price of a watch in Cameroon or mm-hmm. Nigeria or Ghana and the premium watch don't even go there because you can't mm-hmm. even afford it so what am I trying to say the cost of living here is high yeah and you can't there are times back home in Nigeria where you can literally survive with zero in your bank account for six months. Okay, that sounds I'm, a little bit. I'm not. I'm, I'm not joking. <clears throat> it's called hustling. Like, <laughs> no, you can survive. It's called hustling. You know why? Because most of the services is like pay on delivery, cash and carry. Mm-hmm. That's how they do most yeah. of their services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have literally zero money. Like check your bank statement: January, March, January zero, carried over zero, mm-hmm. February zero, carried over to March zero. Your bank statement six months zero. You go, you you try to eat at home. You go to friend's house, you eat. Mm-hmm. You don't have money to enter the bus, you walk. You you don't have money to load your phone to recharge your line. You receive calls only mm-hmm. and don't make calls. Whenever someone, one of your friends that you can beg sends you 50 mm-hmm. uh, megabytes of data that you just mm-hmm. used to check your Facebook status. You mm-hmm. can actually survive. There are a lot of people that yeah. survive. But in the US, <coughs> if you don't get a paycheck... I remember my brother was telling me this story that there was a day in their office. I think that their paycheck arrives uh, every two weeks mm-hmm. and usually comes literally before 12, maybe by 10 a.m. Their mm-hmm. paycheck is there. There was a day it came at 3 or 4 p.m. The same day. <laughs> the same day. Oh, I know what day, happened. Just a few hours late. Instead of coming at 10 a.m. or 11 a.m., it came at 3 or 4 p.m. People were losing their minds. Yeah. These were people who had been working for years. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to like... Are people not saving? The way the U.S. is structured, a lot of stuff is on subscription. Yeah. Subscription in quotes. I'm trying to make people understand. You know, people in Africa. You have people a mortgage. Borrow things. You have a car note. Mm-hmm. You have a phone bill. Yeah. You have a cable bill. It's a you system have a that lot of thrives things. So if money is borrowing. not coming, money has to keep going out every month. So it's not like Nigeria that says, oh, you have zero naira in your account. You can survive because you're because not owing anyone. Really, yeah. You don't have money, but you're not owing anyone. Mm-hmm. In the US, if you don't have money, you're owing hundreds of <laughs> student loans. Let's not get tired student loans. So, oh, like, God. it's crazy if yes. that money isn't like coming in. And this stuff is a capitalist society. So, this stuff is priced for profit making. Yes. It's not like uh, back home where you say, oh, okay, if you, if you price something, if you price a Big Mac, going back to purchasing mm-hmm. power parity, price yeah. a Big Mac at three ninety nine equivalent in Lagos, you're going to be wasting your time because only the rich is going to be eating there. Yeah. So you're like, okay, instead of having two buns, bread, let's have a bun. Or instead of having uh, so much uh, lettuce or whatever, let's have this. Or it's it's like no, going, that's the way people cut like costs. Going, it's like and going to the mummy for four Yeah, and let's and use that. You want to buy 10 puff puff, but mummy say it's 200. You say you don't have no, 200. Uh, Tell mummy, okay, mummy, give me two puff puff. Exactly. Or here's some newspapers. <laughs> Use it to sell to your customers. Just give me some puff puff. Yes, exactly. That's the way people. So going back to my rent thing, 450,000 naira a year. Why was that possible? We had something called the borehole. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like really running water. It was like a borehole. Now, water used to run when there was 
electricity to pump water into the bathrooms we could do that but sometimes there was no electricity so we had to go outside to the tank to get water mm-hmm. now there's a tenancy and landlord agreement law or whatever in nigeria is not really enforced so you're more or less at the mercy of your landlord you can't mm-hmm. demand certain things so all those things put together the landlord if something the landlord if something breaks or something the landlord's not obligated in a sense to come to and repair it. so mm-hmm. all those things might be why the rent could be priced at thirteen hundred dollars a year mm-hmm. but here once you sign a lease a lease they take it seriously oh yeah and anything that happens the, the landlord has to make sure you're comfortable there are certain things the landlord needs to provide otherwise heating, the government is going to come after you know, them all those things so those are the things that are priced into the rent that yes. makes the average rent in dc like 11 Higher. or 1200 dollars yeah. a month so imagine a rent of 1200 dollars a month for a one room like uh they call it self-contained where i come from but they call mm-hmm. it studio apartment here mm-hmm. like 1200 this is an apartment that's an hour away from where you work it's not it like it's close to where you work. It's like an hour <laughs> away and it's $1,200. And that was literally what I was paying for a whole year yeah. in Lagos. So, people, so now let's <clears throat> shift the conversation a little bit to when we leave here and go back home, right? Mm-hmm. Let's let's forgive, for lack of a better word, let's just assume that, okay, people don't know any better and they're going to ask for money like we don't have bills to pay. Like people are paying, you know, thousands of dollars like you just explained. Mm-hmm. Let's forget that part. Now... You have said, okay, I have worked so hard in America. I am taking a vacation to go back home. Mm, balling. That's the, see, you just said balling because balling. that's what someone in Nigeria would say, right? When you show up at the airport, they're like, ooh, the bushfala has landed, mm. right? They're expecting you to come with bags of like clothes and shoes and mm. things, right? Now, no, but I have there's, a a, there's a trick to this thing. I'll let you finish. Finish, but there's a trick. I'll, I'll say the trick. There's later. a friend. There's a friend that I have. She mm-hmm. told me she came here two years ago mm-hmm. just to visit. She didn't. Even, she wasn't coming here to stay here. Mm-hmm. She came to visit for a few months. She went back home. She told me when then she came and then she moved after like uh, she went back and then she came and she stayed right. She told me that when you go back home after you've been here, it doesn't matter if you came to visit, your entire immediate climate and surroundings, your friends, your family members, you're officially outside of the rest of the people. Like you're looked at in a different light than you were. Now, reason being... Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. You think sometimes some of these people are to blame? Hold on. We're going to get to that part. Can we get okay? to Instagram flossing? We're gonna get to that part, okay, right? Okay, because we kind of we we sometimes we're part of the problem. But I okay. want to kind of say this. Gotcha. So this girl's like, Flossing on the it brain. doesn't even matter like what you like. If if I showed up in my jeans that I'm wearing now and how I look, right? Mm-hmm. They she told me that they literally just know you smell different. If you get, <laughs> which is true. This is what she she. Which is I was true. looking at her like, are you serious? She was like, no. Which you is smell, true. You smell different. Yeah. You look different. True. You don't even no matter how much you try true, to hide. True. Even I was if you I was speak, looking at my pictures, my pictures, two year old pictures when I was back home, and there was a clear difference from now. So a clear difference. This is just two years ago. Exactly. So I I could tell, and I am me. Exactly. It's just like you look different, you okay. smell different, you talk different. Let's say yeah. you speak. You know, when you come here, you try to have an American accent. Yo, like man, I'm what to. up? Right. Get out of when here, you, man. But when you go back, shit. you know that people are gonna ask you for money, so you want to speak your your best you know, Nigerian PG. No, no, no. You want Should to speak I tell your, you something? Hold on. You now. don't know nothing. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. You're going back home and you're trying to speak your best Nigerian 
Yeah, best Nigerian accent because you're but like, you know what? They can see They're just going to be like, okay, you you go to the shop to go buy something in the market. You let it slip. They charge you more than they charge. Like, you, if you their price is $500, they're going to tell you that it costs $1,500 just because you're a bush follower. You let it slip. That's not cool, bro. But, man, forget to. If I go back to Nigeria, you know, maybe for you, you've been here longer. But if I go back, like I was in Ghana this summer, man, I put, I know food, man, I put on my pigeon and nothing they have put. They couldn't tell. <laughs> they couldn't tell. But, but I haven't been here for a while. I'm sure if exactly. when, I, when, when I'm, when I stay here for my much friend longer, told me she's like, you go to the bar, you're going to hang out with your friends. Mm-hmm. The expectation is you're paying for everybody. Mm. You're buying Which at least one round. Which is not the case in the US. For everybody. Do, do you know the first birthday party I went to? Do you know where the Navy Yard is? Mm-hmm. In D.C., it's mm-hmm. like on the waterfront. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that not east or not? Uh, it's w- not. Yeah. It, wait, wait, wait. Wherever it is. Wherever it is. Yeah, the the first birthday, I was in the U.S. for, I think, six months then. Someone said she was celebrating a birthday. I was excited. I was like, oh, this is going to be like the first time. Mm-hmm. I'd been to the You're club. Out, I'd been to yeah. a few parties. But I haven't been to. So she was like, she's having a birthday. And am I coming because she wants to know the number of people to book? For the restaurant. I was excited. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, man. She's even booking a restaurant. You know what that is? Once you tell people back home that you're booking a restaurant or you're booking a place and you want to have a birthday, birthday yeah. it's like you're buying a bar. Yeah. That's what it means. And all of a sudden, I went there and everyone sat down. They started handing everyone menus and started asking individuals and they priced this shit differently. Every, we're like 16 or 17 yeah. and there were 16 or 17 different payments. Yeah, And that's the mentality they, they have split, here. So they, they walk up to the table and they're like, so do you guys want to do one check or are we splitting the check? If it's 20 people, all of the 20 people pay their share. Yeah. Now, and even if you pay, co- no, thanks to Venmo, thanks to, thanks to PayPal, oh, thanks yeah, to Splitwise, if, if, if someone you, pays, you, you better send their money because <laughs> they texting you later like, Bruh. what you doing? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so she told me like, if you go to, you haven't go talked buy about shipping. You want to talk about oh, tipping? That's a whole other topic. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> when you go to go buy something, you're being charged. They just take one look at you. I have friends, Jason, and shout out to legacy members. So right. my friend Jason went home with his family in 2000. I think it was 2006. After how long? That's very important. They had been here for, they've been living here since he was like six. He's not 26. Okay. So, no, not six. He was like um, 13 or 12 or something like that. Okay. Or I don't know. I don't remember. He was young. Let's just say he was young. I don't so he'd been living here for like 10, more than 10 more years. More than 10 years, definitely. And he went back home. Okay. Um, and he went back home, right? I don't know if it was the first time going back home, but he went back home with his family. Okay. They went to go eat at a restaurant. A plate of fufu and eru. This is what we eat in Cameroon. What yeah. do you guys call I know, it? I know, I know fufu, yeah. yeah fufu. So it normally would cost, I don't really know the exact price. That like he, equivalent I to a dollar, just say. Yeah, maybe it would cost a dollar. These mm-hmm. people were paying like $5. Because they could sense. Because they showed up. And he was like, No, when you go back home, you know you have up. to move with your local but, guy, right? No, you but that's the thing, alone. though. They came with their, with their, just because it's all a family and oh, the yeah. whole family went out to eat. Plus, the they people didn't, who they were didn't in dress Cameroon, like, like African, like, they could feel for, it. They could feel it. They could feel it. They didn't dress like, they wore their regular someone, trousers. Someone actually said, Can I have some paper towel? This stuff saying, Can I have some tissue? Exactly. It's like, all you need is one slip. things like that. All you need is one slip. Even happened. It happened to my brother, right? He went he went back home one time and he wrote the... Oh, no, this was even before he traveled. He went to the bank and he was writing the date on the teller. And uh-huh. you know here they write month yes. and day. Back <laughs> home, they write day and month. Uh-huh. So August 3, back home is 3-8-2018. Yeah. Here is 8-3-2018. Mm-hmm. And he wrote 8-3-2018. The teller just looked up and smiled. 
Hi, how are you doing? Yeah. You actually made a mistake. I just started making conversation. Just thinking, just because of the dating, you trying to hide one it. word. Nope. <laughs> they catch you. you. They you will. Know? They will catch so, you. But so we were saying, okay. Yeah. Part of the problem, though, is Flossing some of us from here. Example: we Tongwa live with all our Insta stories. <laughs> Talking about, you know, I, I just woke up I, today and I was thinking about going uh, hiking. Yeah. And, and the only time we hike back home is when we don't have money for the bus. But that's the thing, though. <laughs> Even the hiking. Hiking is, I used to hike all the way, like all the time when I was in secondary school. It's called I lived, trekking. Bro. You hike? Forget even, no, actual for hiking. fun? No, 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 no. I didn't hike for fun. Exactly. That's what I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. Hiking for but fun see, is a Western hiking, thing. Well, a Western not, thing. Like, if you have to walk on the main road to go someplace. I don't think that's really hiking. Hiking is like the physical exercise. Of yeah, like but we call it hiking because we don't want to sound poor, right? So we just... Climbing hills and say, things. Oh, where, where are you going? They... Oh, I'm just strolling. I'm just hiking to work, you know. <laughs> oh, strolling to work. Well, when I think about hiking, I think about like physical exercise. Like yeah, climbing. that's what it's supposed to be. But you understand, you know, it's just like calling a, a janitor and an environmental engineer. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. semantics. You know, yeah, but like the point I'm trying to make is we come here and, and, you know, part of it we can't help. Like, I can't help posting a picture in front of, you know, a, a restaurant can. on I Instagram. Can. I can. I can because no, I've seen like, what it's done to people. <laughs> no, but it's, done not done like, people. it's not like it's not like people can't live their lives. But yeah. at the same time, sure, there is sure. that population of people who go back home. No, do you, do you and know, they're like, you know, you know when I have a problem? Yes. I don't have a problem with posting on the gram. I don't have a problem with saying, oh, you went to a Drake concert mm-hmm. and this is how things are going. Do you? It's fine. Don't hide. Live your life. Mm-hmm. Where I have a problem is that I know a lot of people who, who fake come floss. here, who fake floss. Oh my God. You don't need, it's so easy to do it in the US. Just go to uh, the DC United Stadium, take a picture outside, even when you don't have a ticket to get in. Mm-hmm. Go to the Capital One Arena when Drake is performing and just use the Snapchat geo filter to say I'm at the Drake concert. Yep. Go to, you know, a, 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 so a parking lot where they have Teslas and just stand beside the Tesla and take a picture. Go to Macy's, go to the changing room and try out different outfits that you're not going to buy. And take a picture oh with six different outfits and return them saying, yeah, oh you're not going to buy them and post all those outfits on the gram. These are things that people do, unfortunately. Yep. And when you do things like that, you create a perception of, oh, this guy's living the life. Yeah. Why? It looks like he has a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Why not? A friend was just complaining to me that someone was asking for eight thousand uh, dollars back home that he needed That's to buy a car. He ne- that he needed to buy a car. And the guy was like, a whole $8,000, not even $200 or $100. <laughs> like, where do you want me to get it from? The guy, no, 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 I know that. I, I even wanted to eat. This was exactly what he said. That. I even wanted to buy a car from you. But I thought about shipping and all that. So I just like, I just said, oh, just borrow me the money so I can buy a car back home. It's of worried about shipping and all that. Why they say this? Because the guy had been posing on the ground with like four or five different cars mm-hmm. over this past. So the people back home thought it was changing cars mm-hmm. and living the life. Yeah. Back here. Meanwhile, that wasn't the case. So some people put unnecessary pressure on, on themselves. Help who you are supposed to help. Help your mom. Yes. Help your dad. Your help family. people get through through school. If Don't it's just a dire send situation, people. Situation, you know. If so my brother, tells you, my, I'm my brother came to the, exactly. My my brother came to the US in 2014. I came to the US in 2017. From 2014 to 2017, I never for once asked him for money. This mm-hmm. is my blood brother. Mm-hmm. Same father, same mother. Now I was working in the bank. My salary was okay, right? Mm-hmm. But. He called me one times, day yeah. and was like, 
this dude, I don't want to call the dude's name, but like, this dude is asking me for money. I'm like, wait, because there were two dudes we knew who, who answered that name. I was like, is it this dude or this other one? He was mm-hmm. like, no, this particular dude. I was like, but this dude has a job. Or like, he, he now screenshot the text and mm-hmm. sent me, a, and my brother's name is Effie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Effie, no, you need to, I need to have my first Western Union experience with you. We're so close before you left. You can't just go without sending something. Even if $50, I know $50 is nothing for you. It's something you spend when you're going mm-hmm. out to just, that's yeah. what, exactly what I was saying in the text. I'm like, this dude is working. Like, he's not broke, and he's just asking for this money to flow. It's not like he wants to use it. When th- that I am your brother, your blood brother. You he's been abroad see, for two years. I have l- never had to Listen to the for terminology. Money. He said, I just want to have a Western Union experience. experience. That's what he what said. What the heck is that? that? And unfortunately, my brother is not the kind of person that says no. I say to your face. If I don't have, I say sorry. I- I'm not going to inconvenience. I, unfortunately, I-, I know people who get loans. Here, mm-hmm. I know someone who went to PNC or Bank of America and got like a six thousand dollar loan just to send twenty five hundred back home. Where? But was it a dire situation? No, it wasn't a dire situation. I don't sure? want to go too deep. You don't know. No, I know. I don't want to go too deep into mm-hmm. the thing. It was a uh, well, maybe it was dire, a dire situation because uh-huh. it was a. W- let me explain. It was a. Uh, it was a girl, and it was someone she was dating before she left. She was afraid that he would lose that person. Don't you know guys trick girls to put pressure on them that mm-hmm. oh, you must send me this money? And she was having hopes of getting married to him before she came here. And she's mm-hmm. also trying to bring him here, so he had to send twenty five hundred. And I told him like, I told her point blank like, this is why she oh, likes me because sorry. I'm always like straight the girl forward. is here and the guy's guy back is home. there. Okay, and <coughs> the guy was putting pressure on her. And when I said putting pressure on her, he wasn't asking nicely like, oh, you know, things are rough. Please send me money. He was like, how will you be there? And then, so you mean you can't send me to the? I need four thousand. And when she eventually okay, sent yeah, her no. twenty five hundred dollars, he was like, is this all you could do and stuff? And she literally didn't hear for the guy for a week. Like you know, this guy is flexing this money on our chick, right? And she was like angry okay, me, like see, how you how you talk like that's this. A, that's another that stuff, topic. I'm just stuff. I'm I'm officially pissed on this girl's behalf. Oh no, it's like, no, it's love, right? It, it, that's not love. <laughs> what? Hey, no, it's no, I mean, no, no, you know, no, hey, no, man, but you need like, to learn the hard way sometimes. So. But that's the thing, though, Nosa is like mm. we are contributing to this whole mentality, and it kind of goes back to something that we talked about in a previous episode. The whole mentality of what like, you, about? Mm. you know, Africa's poor. Or not so well to do, and the West is where it's at. Like the West this is better having. This has nothing to do about that. This has nothing no, no, to no do I'm with saying that. like when you think about it, it all translates. The reason why people want people don't want to stay home, people don't want to, mm. people want to go out of the country, people mm-hmm. want to fall bush, people want to cut out, cut right? Out. Because. And let me just let me just um, inject this here. That's if you're, if, where if you're planning, is. if you're if you're planning to go west, let me use that phrase, go west. Yes, please have a plan. You know what? Don't That's just not say quit. Go west. I, I said I said something, you know, that I was living in an apartment I could pay for by myself. Mm-hmm. It had three rooms. I decided to share the room because I knew I was saving up you and trying to go abroad yes. two years in advance. Have a plan. Immediately you come. What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. What's the plan? Are you coming to school? Are you coming to work? If you are coming on the tourist visa, please don't come here and get lost. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm like you don't know what the future holds. Mm-hmm. As in, it's it's good to come. On a tourist visa, spend a while, go back, mm-hmm. come, spend a while, go back. You build your credibility. Build that credibility and before you now finally come. I'm, I'm saying all these things because some people, I've seen people who are working good jobs. I've seen someone who made up her mind to stay here after she came for vacation. Mm-hmm. She came here. She was working in a bank. 
the the same bank I was working in. She came here for vacation. Uh, she she had always come here, and she just came here all of a sudden, one day, and she felt she's not going back. <laughs> and she didn't resign. She just sent an can email I, to them. Can I pause she's not you right now? Back. And she's not going back. And someone who was working in a bank, who had a car, who had an apartment, who was living an average middle income life, all of a sudden started looking for jobs at Gap started you know i was like come on i like come on like no one is saying don't come mm-hmm. but plan and when you plan how oh this is what i'm gonna do it may like I'm, I'm gonna come here for the first two months i'm gonna stay with this cousin mm-hmm. uh, i've already talked to one two three organizations this is what i'm gonna do i'm mm-hmm. gonna go to a community college get my ged blah 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 boom 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 this is what i'm gonna do in the first two years do your Hopefully research do, this. do your research and if people some, do research and, no sir they will know that it's not as easy as it's not easy and they don't believe you like everyone that's calling you oh no sir i would like to be like you i'm looking at 2020 i'm looking at 2019 oh this is what you need to do. 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 Oh, you don't want me to come. You're but there. But that's the truth, you don't though. want anyone to come. I'm like, no. I'm just giving you the reality of it so that you prepare and make sure that you put... It's not like someone, someone was... Like my former roommate is trying to come to grad school. Mm-hmm. And I was begging him. I was like telling him that I know... Um, some of these Ivy League schools are expensive. The Harvard, the Stanford, the Watson. You have already applied to. He applied to like Georgia Tech and some other mm-hmm. average schools. I like you've applied to three, four normal schools. Try and apply to one Ivy League school. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. It's very difficult. Their requirements are too much. I'm like, yes, I know, but try, try and apply and try and he do has well. the smarts to do that. He's smart. Yeah, it's try and apply and try and to get a scholarship. A full mm-hmm. scholarship to go to like if you can do that the problem is half solved yes and I was like no it's too difficult they require this much you know he's working the other people are asking for just a reference and they're, they're, they're asking for this asking for that asking for this that's too much I went to the Stanford website yeah, we all want to go to heaven but we don't want to die I was like dude I've done this ish if I could do it all over again I would have rather stayed an extra year mm-hmm. back home and did my best to get into at least attempted if they refuse me admission i'll say okay I you would tried refuse. yeah i tried and i go to an average school but tr- i would have tried and i was actually trying for uc berkeley and stanford mm-hmm. but i actually got admission in like three four other schools mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i stopped the process like, oh mm-hmm. i already have admission in these schools so I, let me just stop the process in those schools so what i'm trying to say is that when you tell people about experiences here they sometimes they tend not to believe when you tell people about experiences of oh for your first a uh, few days in the US you had to sleep in the library because mm-hmm. you had no house mm-hmm. or you had no food you had to go to a homeless shelter mm-hmm. to get food or you had to do this you had to, those oh, are no. realities they, that people yeah, actually they feel face like, oh, no no what do you mean you just come here and you just get money mm-hmm. you, you, it's like, not easy but that's the thing it's not logical think about mm-hmm. it it is not logical it's not it is not logical. How do you think that someone is going to come to a, an absolutely new place? You mm-hmm. don't really know that many people. Mm-hmm. You don't really have that many connections. Mm-hmm. You have no job. Like, and you just make it. It doesn't work. Except that, way. that you Even get back you, home. Let's assume, let's assume yeah. that you had a job in an organization, right? Mm-hmm. And then the organization sent you to go, like, transferred you to the US Bureau or something like that. Mm-hmm. They're going to give you a house. Mm-hmm. You're already going to, when you when you land in the airport, somebody's going to mm-hmm. pick you up, take you to your house. Monday, you start work. That's an ideal situation. And I'm sure some people in the world have kind of had that experience mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. where their company moves them. But the average person. You're moving to go start afresh. 
How you think you're gonna come and then two months just later you're let me, just let me like even put it this way because some people still don't believe us. I know some people still listen and say, No, this is all hogwash, you guys don't want us to come. Let's put it this way. Now No, I want home, everybody to no, come no, home. Calm down. Because back people home, have to come no, and experience. No, calm down. Back home we have cities, right? We have Yonde, we have Lagos, we have Accra, we have uh-huh. these major cities, we also have villages. Uh-huh. How many people leave the villages to go to the cities and make it after two months? Uh-huh. Nobody. Now most my, my father came from the village. And it took him years of toiling and working in the city. He to joined, build. eventually joined the military and he built and he an- eventually ended up sending his siblings to school. But it took him a while to make it. You know what? It's the same no, thing. How do you just come up. to you the US me, and just make it all overnight? You just made me think about something. Mm-hmm. There's also the fact that uh, we're, 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 we're our people who live time. in the... Don't say that. Our <laughs> people who live in the... Our people so who God, live, we have one minute left. I know. Our people who live in the cities go yeah. through the same thing because the people in the village... Are all calling the city people and being like, "Send me money." Send me mo- and then the city perfect. people are like, "You think that this you money is coming from where?" But they're scenario. doing it to us. Perfect. And maybe us are doing this to people on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know who we're looking at. Anyway, it's been it's been great talking yeah, about this. So, um, just to recap, um, it's not all roses here for guys back home. Yeah. For guys here, it's don't live a work. fake life for the gram, and you know, let's all try to do the best you can for your people, but don't. Yeah. Uh, try not to um, just Please try to be your honest. expectations. Curb so your yeah, expectations. my name is Nosa. What's your name? My name is Tongwa. This is Culture Class. Yeah, follow us on Instagram, Culture Class Podcast. Send us an email, Culture Class Podcast at gmail dot com. We're on Twitter. Thank culture you for class listening. And, and nine. Don't eight, ask me for money. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys.